Reddit had its biggest day of revenue last week. Can you guess why? Well, we'll get to that. Welcome to a brand new episode of This Week in Apps. I'm Ariel from AppFigures, and here's what you need to know about mobile apps and games. We'll start with FaceApp. FaceApp has topped the App Store quite a few times over the last few years. The app that uses AI to apply filters and became viral for all defying people. Yes, that's definitely a word. Started a trend that sparked excitement and also concerns about privacy, but above all, lots of downloads. Well, FaceApp is at it again. At the end of March, FaceApp's downloads started growing across the App Store and Google Play after being on a soft decline since the beginning of the year. According to our app intelligence, daily downloads jumped from around 100,000 at the end of March to a peak of over 560,000 in early April. And that's in one day, just a single day. Like most other temporary trends, downloads slow down very quickly, but are still going kind of strong, 310,000 as of Wednesday. Here is something interesting. While on a normal day, Google Play brings in nearly twice as many downloads for FaceApp. During the spike, downloads from both stores grew, but the App Store is outpacing Google Play two to one. It shouldn't come as a surprise that the US is leading the charge on the App Store with more than 32% of the new downloads, but that isn't at all the case on the Google Play side of things, where the US is fifth. India, Brazil, Indonesia, and Mexico beat it, adding up to 34% of the downloads. Now, I figure this must have been an Apple search ads campaign that's shooting FaceApp to the top of the App Store because we've seen so many of those recently. But after reviewing their campaigns and keywords using our Apple search ad intelligence that's coming soon, I promise, I don't actually think that's the case. FaceApp does seem to advertise, but the campaigns aren't nearly as big as they would need to be to have that sort of impact. And it also looks like they're really focused on competitors, one very specific competitor. Now. Is it all the talk of AI thanks to ChatGPT? Is it all the people who want to feel old all of a sudden? I don't really know. What do you think? Let me know in the comments. I'm curious. The next insight comes with good advice for app makers. So if you make apps and you want to get more downloads, listen closely. A few weeks ago, Apple launched a new app, Apple Music Classical. What a name. It's exactly what you'd expect from the name. And overall, not really interesting or exciting, but... When it rolled out, Apple Music Classical was the top app on the App Store for a few hours, more than a few hours. And it was that right out of the gate, right when it was released. And to me, that felt a little bit forced. Luckily, we can look at the trend to tell if that rank was really a result of massive demand for high-quality classical music or not. Downloads started high, which we can attribute to the amount of visibility a top app gets. Our estimates show almost a half million downloads on launch day. Crazy. But the rank didn't stick for too long. A weekend, daily downloads were already below 100,000 and are now heading towards the 10,000 mark. But let's zoom out. Since launching, Apple Music Classical was downloaded by 2.1 million people from the App Store, according to our estimates. 44% of those downloads came from the US, and the rest were spread across 100-plus countries, including just a handful of downloads from Yemen and Bhutan. I think it's fair to say that being ranked is still a great mode for discovery. That's a question I get asked very often. But back to the original question, was the initial rank driven by demand? Actually, maybe. See, Apple Music Classical isn't the first app to pull off a number one rank on launch day. It's not common at all, but it's definitely happened more than once. And if you follow the channel, you know why. Pre-orders. Apple lets developers publish their apps as pre-orders before they officially launch. That means the users can sign up to download the app as soon as it goes live, 
automatically. So if you do that enough time in advance, giving users the chance to go and subscribe to this auto-download, and you promote it, promote the heck out of it, and you drum up as many pre-orders as you can, 500,000 downloads aren't really that many. Very possible. So if you're a developer, this should be on your earliest checklist of things to do. Set up a pre-order even before you start developing, as early as you can. But before you go set it up, though, give the episode a like so I know which tips to share. Thanks. A new Monopoly app rose to the top of the App Store recently. That's Monopoly Go by Scopely. This isn't the first and probably not the last app to bring the classic name to your phone. There are 14 other apps by that name on the App Store and 58 on Google Play. All are available for download right now. So there's some variety, a lot of variety. The latest one just crossed a milestone, though, and quickly. Since launching on the 12th, that was their official launch, Monopoly Go has made its way into 1.8 million iOS devices, according to our estimates. The majority, 35%, were in the US, and the rest are spread across big countries in Europe for the most part. The game is free to download with in-app purchases, and according to our estimates, those have earned scopely $680,000 of net revenue since the official launch, and $1.6 million since launching in test markets late last year. The game itself stays true to the monopoly you know from the box, but with social features and thanks to the intellectual property it has, plus a simple but solid ASO strategy, it's the number one result for the keyword monopoly for an app that's fairly new. It's a mistake to underestimate the power of organic discovery, a mistake Scopely hasn't made in this case. Scopely, the publisher of Monopoly Go, has been in the news recently for being acquired for what feels like an astronomical figure. I don't think that is why Monopoly Go is successful. The brand is plenty on its own. And by the way, all of the estimates I cover come from app figures. Check out the link in the description to get the most accurate download and revenue estimates for any app or game on the App Store and Google Play. Speaking of app figures, I have a set of alerts saved in Explorer so I know when big things happen in the App Store. And this week, the alert was pointing at Reddit's revenue, which grew to its highest ever on the App Store last week. Can you guess why? And I'll give you a hint. It's not because they're following Twitter's lead and are starting to charge for API access. L let's start with the numbers. We'll get to why later. Reddit's daily average net revenue from the App Store, according to our estimates, is about $10,000. And that's net, meaning after Apple takes its cut. On Tuesday, net revenue on the App Store grew to $560,000, according to our estimates. In one day, just the one day. It didn't stick and dropped fairly quickly to $25,000 after a week, indicating this was a temporary event and not a shift. In that week, however, Reddit's iOS app brought in $1.3 million of net revenue, according to our estimates. That's about a quarter of Reddit's entire 2022 revenue from the App Store. And again, that's net, meaning what Reddit is keeping after giving Apple more than $550,000 in fees. Wow. You're probably curious, what's the event, right? So Reddit released a new batch of collectible avatar NFTs. See, last year, Reddit got into the NFT game by letting artists sell their NFTs through Reddit. The first two batches were fairly small, both in terms of artists and NFTs, and sold out instantly, netting Reddit new revenue highs back in 2022, which I covered. Last week, Reddit rolled out the third batch with more NFTs from more artists, leading to Reddit's new best day of revenue ever. The limited aspect of NFTs made them extra hot in 2021 and 2022 to some extent, but that excitement felt like it died out since. Until now, I guess. Can NFTs become hot again? Is this the catalyst? I don't really know, but it does look like for Reddit specifically, more supply equals more demand. So 
I'm going to go with a maybe. I don't know if it's going to have a major impact on the entire industry, but we'll see. And last for this week, a few weeks ago, I looked at a new campaign Dairy Queen announced, which in my mind marks the beginning of free food for download season. I looked at it at that time, even though the promotion hasn't started, because downloads were already growing. Now that the campaign is almost over, I was curious to see if the rush after the announcement was it, or if there's more. And there's more, much more. DQ gets about 6,000 downloads per day on average, according to our estimates. And after announcing the campaign, which drops the price of its Blizzard ice cream to 85 cents for its birthday, when ordered through its app, that's very important, downloads grew by a factor of 10. And that's before the promotion even started, just after the announcement. That initial wave was just the beginning. When the promotion actually started in April, downloads grew beyond the 150,000 mark, peaking last Wednesday at 174,000 downloads, and again, just in one day. One day. And they stayed around this level for the rest of the week. In total, since the announcement, Dairy Queen's app was downloaded a total of 2.2 million times from the App Store and Google Play, according to our app intelligence. That's almost the same as all of the downloads in 2022 combined. And side note, if each download equals discount at an average cost of six bucks per Blizzard, we can estimate that DQ is spending more than $100 million on user acquisition with this campaign. And I know the real total is much lower because they don't pay retail for their own stuff, but that's still a pretty big investment. The key now that they have the downloads is to engage the users. That aside, I expect many more promotions like this one from many other companies to happen this summer. So get ready to download and eat and download. And that's all I have for you this week. If you've learned something new, make sure to subscribe. I'll see you next week.